So I go out into the shop and I said, what are you doing? Pastor called me. You didn't answer your phone. Pastor called me. <laughs> you are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me, save that thou... Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, these words rang out in this very sanctuary last week. (coughs) To have trust in you. Almighty God, you know the surrounding circumstances of the last 12 hours. The only way that your word can be proclaimed is that we are surrendered to you and we trust that the Holy Spirit will guide and lead everything that will be spoken. We ask for this blessing in your precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. 2.20 in the morning... 2.20 this morning Saturday or Sunday morning my phone rings I'm, I'm not expecting a call by the time I get myself oriented and get into the kitchen where my phone is I pick it up and it says Pastor Brett Jenkins I try to call him back one ring write the voicemail I left him a message Pastor It's 2.20 in the morning. I don't know why you would be calling, but I'm awake. Call me back. Didn't hear anything. Ten minutes later, after I go back to bed, we have all these ring cameras all over the place. Oh, my goodness. And, And they have all different sounds. And all of a sudden, I hear all these ring cameras going off. And I go out into the kitchen again, a little bit disoriented. And all of a sudden, I look out the kitchen window, my shop light's on. Someone's in my shop. So I prepare myself to go into the shop. As I prepare myself to go in, I go out and I stood on the bumper of a car, 2.30 this morning, and looked out through the glass in the garage to see if I could determine who was here. It was my oldest son's van. So I go out into the shop and I said, what are you doing? Pastor called me. You didn't answer your phone. Pastor called me. (laughs) He said, he's got water coming in. He needs pumps. We We have to put it all together. So there we are at about maybe 20 or 3 in the morning trying to figure out everything he would need. I said, well, you know, let's throw it on the truck, let's go. I said, no, he's, he's coming here. 
And at about quarter of three, I called his cell phone. His daughter answered. She said, oh, by the way, when you see my dad, tell him he forgot his phone. <laughs> a couple minutes later, pastor came. We took a quick assessment of what we could possibly get out of that shop, into his vehicle, back to his house, with the accompaniment of my oldest son, to try to help him deal with what had developed in the middle of the night. About three o'clock in the morning, we hug each other outside the shop door, and I say to him, listen, Pastor, the Lord's been showing me a couple things here, so if, if you need me to speak, I think I can do it. And we departed. And I told him, now, if you need something, you call me immediately. So I went in, and I surrendered to the Holy Spirit, and said, if this is going to happen, it's got to happen by you. And I fell asleep. Twenty after six this morning, the phone rings. It's the pastor. I'm on the way to church. I am not going to be able to be there for the first service. Were you serious about you had something to say to the people? Yes, sir. But what I thought I was going to say at 3 o'clock in the morning, God already changed it by 6.30. So, do you believe everything I just said to you? You should, because it's all the truth. It's my witness to you of what has happened since 20 after 2 this morning. There's a powerful piece of scripture about witness. Why I witness to you is to let you know that we still experience witnessing today in a variety of ways. But what we are witnessing today in Holy Scripture is just incredible. It's the story about Saul from Tarsus. Now, Saul from Tarsus, when he explains himself, he says, I am born of the tribe of Benjamin. I was circumcised on the eighth day. I am a Jew of Jews according to the law without default have kept it but that didn't credential him for what God has prepared him to do each and every one of us have been prepared by God through our historical experience to be an ambassador a servant a representative of him and this is the story of how Saul from Tarsus was prepared to do what God was calling him to do. None of the other disciples were Roman citizens. So they could only carry the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, to the community in which they lived. They did not have the ability to go out through the Roman world because they were not Roman citizens. But the historical preparation of Saul from Tarsus, God put everything into place. When we hear the words of Galatians chapter 4 verses 4 and 5, this is the fullness of time. It is the full, God had prepared everything. And Saul was part of that preparation. You see, last week, when we ended in the book of Acts, 
where the apostles were taken in front of the Sanhedrin to be punished for speaking about the way, the way of Jesus Christ. Shortly after where our reading stopped, there is the most renowned scholar of the Old Testament in the Sanhedrin. His name is Gamaliel. There is no one that had more understanding concerning the Old Testament than Gamaliel. Guess who his prize student was? Saul of Tarsus was his very prize, number one, top of the class student in knowing what Old Testament narrative was all about and how God was active in preparing the world. For the coming of the Messiah. Saul from Tarsus just didn't know that it was Jesus yet. But as he was going on the road to Damascus, he had himself a Jesus encounter. He met the risen Christ face to face. And with that, you heard the narrative from today. He went into the town. Ananias prayed over him. Scales fell from his eyes. He was able to see. He was prepared for what God had just called him to do. How was he prepared? Well, Saul's dad, who also, of course, was a Jew, was a professor at the University of Troas. And as a professor, he was granted Roman citizenship. And all of his family was given that same privilege of being a Roman citizen. Now the other disciples couldn't go anywhere. Paul could go everywhere because of that citizenship. God prepared him in this way. The roads that were built by Rome to carry military personnel throughout the Roman Empire to maintain the peace of Rome, to squash any type of military uprising. Those roads, Paul, as a citizen, was permitted to go anywhere he wanted and carry the gospel of Jesus Christ with him. God prepared him in this way. And he prepared him by studying under Gamaliel and understanding the Holy Scripture. The reading for today ends where Paul just began to understand that Jesus was the Christ. Why? Because Jesus showed him how he was the fulfillment of everything God promised. This is the witness that is put before us this day. That God prepares us to do specific things at the spur of a moment and says, I will be with you. When we put all of the three pieces of scripture together today, we can see a very powerful, powerful piece from the book of Revelation. It says that there is a scroll with seven seals. No one could open the scroll. No one knew what the contents of God's plan was except for one, the Lamb of God. Jesus was the only one with the authority to be able to open that scroll. And it is he that gives us our directives. 
He tells us what to do. How does he prepare us the same way he prepared Paul? The way we live our lives, the things he causes us to do, he does to teach us and prepare us to be a part of the body of Christ so that we may minister to the needs of others and be part of the mission and purpose of the church. When we look at the gospel for today, we can understand from that gospel a very powerful piece. You know, those disciples, before they became disciples, you know what they did for a living? They were fishermen. They just spent all night fishing, didn't catch a fish. It's not that they didn't know what they were doing. They had the experience. This was their profession. But as we put these things together, only Christ knows the plan. God, Christ prepares us for our call to mission and purpose. And when we try to do things our own way, we don't get nothing done. But when Jesus says, yo, stop throwing the net over the left side, throw it over the right side. Listen to what I am instructing you to do, and you will receive what you're looking for. All of these things is the witness and testimony of Scripture today. Well, you may think to yourself, well, yeah, but, you know, I lived a pretty rough life, and and I don't know if, if God really wants me to be a part of those things. But when we look at the gospel today, you know what Jesus was doing to Peter? Three times he asked him, do you love me? To take away the three times that he denied to Christ. He prepares us. He cleans us up. He gets us ready. He gives us the opportunity to serve. And then he's with us while we're serving. This is what the church is all about. We are the body of Christ. Each and every one of us have been called, prepared historically, given an opportunity. So the next time someone walks up to you and says, would you like to participate in this? Look carefully at your answer. Because you may not be saying no to the pastor. You may be saying no to your Lord. Amen. Sleeping, my presence, my life.